Live from the Tech Talk Studios hey. in the nation's capital and the heartland of America. It's Tech Talk. Well, Jay, we're back at the Rocks Bar in Orlando, Florida, buddy. Yeah. Having a great time. Having some amazing guests with us tonight, aren't we? We are so blessed that we have all these people in our lives. Yeah. And, and the line keeps growing. <laughs> <laughs> There's a long line for people to get on this thing, but it's cool. It I love it. We're going to cool. get to each one of them. We got another great guest with us. I love Jasmine Manal. Sad Manal. I love Manal. She's a rock star. She is a rock star. We got another great guest with us in the lineup uh, of uh, people we're going to talk to tonight. Why don't you introduce Michael and let's, uh, let's, let's talk to him. It is my pleasure. So, I don't know, probably two years ago, as we were working through all the components of the strategic plan, I saw this dude, Michael Coates, in one of my work groups, and I was like... <laughs> this guy before. I'm like, who is this guy? And he was talking about personal injury and how important personal injury was to chiropractic and how chiropractors needed to dominate the market because we do such great work. And I was like, oh, I kind of like this guy. <laughs> he's, he's making some sense. And he has been working his ass off for the chiropractic future strategic plan ever since. And we've become fast friends. And he is a giver. He, he is just like you, bro. He's got a big heart. And he's all about just giving as much as he can to humanity. So, Michael, welcome, my friends. Hey, man, I just love your hair, Jay. And I do admire the, the groupie yeah, line. Yeah, there's a lot of people. You know, I'm saying, wow. I mean, literally, you guys are, are like rock stars. Now, this is my this is my second time around with you guys, but Brad, you were before we got on, on the uh, on on here on the mic, you were talking about how this evolved, right? Guys would come around, you'd be talking and saying, "This is cool." That's how it happened, right? right? So explain how you got going. It just happened. Well, it just happened. Jay and I love college football. So after we spoke, we were down to the bar to watch college football. Well, people that had been in our class and things, and our friends just came around, and we had some amazing conversations. And so uh, when COVID hit, Jay and I had started teaching classes together and doing some things together. We, I, we were talking about how can we keep this going because the virtual classes hadn't kicked in yet. And I said, what if we do a podcast? And we went through this evolution and uh, here we are today, almost two full years of podcasting every week. Uh, amazing. Amazing, you guys, man. And, and Jay is part of a group out of Washington, D.C., the Cadre Group, that, I mean, these are like top-tier politicians, top-tier businessmen. And women, businesswomen. Yeah, businesswomen. I don't mean to be sexist in that comment <laughs> at all, buddy. You know that. But we've had, all the way from Donald Trump's director of healthcare policy, she loved it so much. Uh, she came and was one of our guests We've used the podcast to teach a CE class. She came as one of our guests on that. And she is an amazingly scary, intelligent woman about healthcare and policy and how policy is made in America. And, and honestly, it opened my eyes. I thought I understood it. 
that wasn't the case. So let me tell you, she's teaching at Cairo Congress this, this year. She's going to be in St. Louis the second weekend in November, and she's going to be the keynote. And she's going to crush it, man. She, I mean, like, she's going to open the eyes, like our eyes were opened. Not that we didn't know some of these things, but she, she validated, like, what our theories were to understand what's really going on in healthcare in America. And it's a fucking travesty. It's a goddamn travesty. And, and it needs to be changed. And we, and chiropractic is part of the equation. Well, you know, speaking of that, I, I kudos to both you guys because you so are the advocates for data. You know, it's really I call it data that dominates, right? I mean, if we don't have the data that we control, yes, yes, yes. Which Brad, thanks to you and Infinity Man, because in fact, I was talking to Jay, man. I'm going to work to get whatever I can to get you subscribers out in the West, especially also, but all around the country, because we got to get the data so that we can dominate those that are trying to put chiropractic down, right? Absolutely. Well, the data bus has already left the station, unfortunately, <laughs> and, and chiropractic has has not stepped on that bus as much as they should have. So the rest of the medical world is a couple of years ahead of us, three, two, three, four years ahead of us. But you know what? I think the giant is awakening in, uh, in the chiropractic world. And docs are starting to get it. And that's, that's because Jay and I have been out there preaching the gospel, you know, and, uh, and, and making converts into that. And so I appreciate that comment because if we don't have people get on that bus, it could really change the profession in a negative way because it's the gold standard. It's the benchmark of healthcare going forward. I honestly don't even think that we have to worry about that. I don't think it's a matter of if. I just I think it's a matter of the speed at which people adopt technology. Um, and I think we've been pushing really hard to make sure that it's adopted at a much more rapid rate. But it's not if anymore. It's really not. And Brad, you and I have seen change happen over the last couple of years, especially, where people just understand the importance of embracing tech. But Michael, the, stop talking about us. I want to talk about you. Okay. No, 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 no. I got, I got one more thing, though, Bet, on this. Because, you know, they're great healers, you know. But they got to be fucking great business owners, too. And the problem is they put their smarts aside. It's like, yeah, you can get some free service in which you can do your shit, right? Not even. Right. If you merely pay, what, what would it amount to? Like, a two adjustment a month for Brad's stuff, right? You're going to get so much more back because you need the freaking data. And when the fact that Brad will give you back the results nationwide in your state to use in your favor. That's what I'm talking about, that dad data that dominates. Yep. And we've got to help teach these providers about being better business owners, man. Yep. Now, I'm going to go, I'm going to talk about something else, though. You talked about when you started out and talking about football. But that must have been like the guys, like you're the panhandlers. If you guys came from real football schools. Panhandlers? Who the fuck are you talking to? You got to you football team now coming into your conference, Jay. The Trojans have moved and are now in to dominate. Hold on, there's a there's a condom university coming into our what? Listen, that defense, now sometimes it breaks, sometimes there's a little offspring, but I want to tell you, dude, we're here to dominate again. Hey, listen, I'm excited. I'm excited. Listen, we need to elevate. Con listen, we know that iron 
sharp, is it steel sharp and steel or iron sharp and irons? I can't remember, but either way, it's like we want better competition in the conference so we can all elevate the game because fuck the SEC, sick of those bastards winning everything. So we've got to elevate our game, right? But Brad is in the Big 12. You know, it's okay though. It's okay. Yeah, Brad, they're going to be 12 and we're going to be like the Big 30. Right? You know, it's, so, <laughs> but that's, that's okay. You'll get like Oregon State and Washington State will get over too, though, buddy. <laughs> They're going to have like three three teams. We're going to have like 30. Huh. Stilly? Is that like, is that like, a, is that like an alcohol still or what? Stilly, right? You know? <laughs> oh, my God. You know what? Jay Jay's teasing because every time Oklahoma State plays, he's he's watching the game. My wife uh, sent him a goodie bag, a swag bag, uh, the other day with all O State stuff. She, she and and Jay uh, love dogs together and and sports, college sports, and my wife is very into it. So we've converted. So let me just tell you, she sent me this care package, bro, and there was a lot of great stuff in it, all around like Oklahoma State and puppies and stuff like that. But but there was one shirt, there was one shirt, and it's a picture of Stilly, who is the Oklahoma State um, mascot, right? Well, not the he's like. But, but let me tell you, it, it is no, no. It's Stillwater, Stillwater, Oklahoma. And let me say, it is my new favorite T-shirt. I wear that fucking thing everywhere. I love that T-shirt. You know, I've sort of converted myself to Ohio State too. So I, I've got a re. Yeah, OSU all around. Well, fuck him. Listen, Michael, it's been great having you on today. We got to get through the line. Oh, OSU squared, baby. OSU squared. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you, and thank you for all of your work on the strategic plan, man. You are making an impact. Thank you. Love you, brother. Good to see you. No, love you guys. All right. Later, brothers. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. So we all feel it, rent or dining out, gasoline or movies. As a matter of fact, the dollar is not going as far for a whole host of reasons. And it's impacting everybody, regardless of your financial situation. Did you know that 38% of the overall population is having to reconsider how they're spending their money just to afford the healthcare they need? And if you break it down further, 26% have actually delayed the healthcare that they need, including going to see you, the chiropractor. So here's what we need to know about the breakdown in demographics. You would think that someone who's making $120,000 or more would be continuing their care right now. But the actual number is 18%. 18% of that group is actually putting off healthcare. And that's a group of people making six figures. When you take that same information all the way down to a group making 40,000, that number's much higher. It's closer to 40%. So it's never been more important than now to make sure you've made it easy for your patients to come see you, that you have choices for them, and you understand what they're going through at home. We want to make sure your practice thrives during this time, and we encourage you to learn about what Cairo Health USA can do for you and your practice and making it easy for patients to see you and continue care. Call us at 888-719-9990 
or visit us online at CairoHealthUSA.com. With the hot data jocks of talk, it's Tech Talk. Well, we're back. You're listening to Tech Talk. My co-host, Dr. Jay Greenstein. I call him the data doc of talk. People call me other shit, but that's what he calls me. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. We'll tell that story. Anyway, we're here on behalf of the Florida Chiropractic Association, and we've got a we got a guest with us tonight that's been a friend of mine for a long time. And friend of ours, Jay don't also. be so possessive. <laughs> he he does go a little first. I know. Brandon and I had some time, but uh, <laughs> really, yeah, a little bit. Really, damn, different, different. Sometimes. <laughs> Did he sing fucking Backstreet Boys with you? No, no shut he the didn't. Fuck you up. know what? He made me eat an oyster the wrong way, and I was not okay with that. That's a little. That, yeah. well, okay, let me introduce you here because we're getting way off topic. Uh, yeah, right. Oh, that's what we do. <laughs> that's what we do. <laughs> anyway, uh, this gentleman that stepped up to the mic Is was really uh, a spokesperson for Infinity, and and I, you know, I call him Reverend Baron Hode because he he preaches when he gets up there and talks. He. He is not a Cairo, but he's earned the title of doctor. Honorary. And, uh, you know, I sat behind in some of his speeches when he was talking for us and thought, uh, you know, I need to pass the plate on this thing. This dude is, right? this is calling people home. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it was an amazing, uh, amazing thing for Infinity at that time. I believe it was Michigan we did that. And uh, we had great response from that, Baron. You know that. And, and I've had great respect for you. You've been doing a lot of things across America for this industry. And you do it with as much passion or more than I have today. And I've been a, a convert the last 10 years of really learning and getting it. And uh, so tell us, catch us up. Wait, before, us. You, before you do that, I just have to make a comment about what Brad just said. Because at the summit meeting today... You were asked to to give the opening prayer. And man, what you did today was remarkable. It was remarkable. And I was moved. And, and everything that you said, I know, came from your heart and your soul and your being. And I, I feel like we are good friends. And I know you well. And you know me well. And we share a lot of things about our lives that are important to us. And everything that you said was just so fucking powerful, bro. And I really appreciated how you opened up that meeting because I think it set the tone for the day. So thank you. Oh, my pleasure. And, you know, I spent a lot of time talking to God. That's a huge part of of why I'm here and why I do what I do is the idea of loving and serving. Um, I mean, I can work hard, play hard. I mean, I got no issue with that whatsoever. And, uh, but yeah, you know, it's a, I just love this profession, you know. I mean, I've, I've decided, you know, my why statement is to make chiropractic the number one healthcare choice in the world. And I'm doing it in my own little way. And, and as Brad, as you alluded to, you know, I, I've taken a lot of paths. Everything from owning clinics to being an executive director of a state association, you know, serving on the, the board of Cairo Congress for five years to my nonprofit now, One Chiropractic. And, and, you know, I just keep looking for avenues where I can use my strengths and my talents to better the lives um, of those around us, especially, um, you know, our patients that we can impact. So it's been, uh, yeah, it's, uh, listen, I'm never afraid to talk to my God and I'm never afraid to talk about chiropractic. So put them together and we're in good shape. It's awesome. So, so Baron, maybe you can share a little story about our, our common love for birds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I tell you what, so Jay, you and I've known each other for a long time, which is, which I want to say this because we're unlikely friends. Like we come from Why? different, just because we come from, in the chiropractor profession, it's almost like people make you choose sides, right? They want you to. And I love you because you refuse to choose sides. Not doing and I it. I love that about you. But 
But we, we, we had different paths, but you and I have just connected from day one. But long story short, my son uh, is a huge sports athlete. I had a friend that, that gave us uh, passes to a game at Washington, D.C. So we drove from uh, Ohio to Washington, D.C. And I was like, I know Jay treats the cheerleaders. I wonder if he'll be at this game. And so I text you. I was like, dude, any chance you'd be at this game? You're like, yeah, I'm in this section. So we're at this. So I'm like, dude, it's like right across from us. And so you told you text me back. You're like, dude, stand on the edge of your box and flap your arms like a bird. Like, listen, when Jay Greenstein tells you to do something, you do it. So I get on the edge of this box and I'm flapping my arms. I'm like, all right, now you flap your arms. Sure enough, I see you from the other side. Since that day, we have been bird men. No matter airports, anywhere we see each other, we're like Birdman and we're flapping our arms. That is, uh, uh that's classic. Never forget so that let's, let's do the first Tech Talk Birdman flap, guys. Welcome to the FCA. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Brad, I still have a bone to pick with you oh, if we're oh, talking about stories. stories. So listen, Brad Cost, for those of you that do not know, is a is a closet foodie. My boy needs to do his research on where he's going to eat, and he picks amazing places to eat. So you guys, I don't remember where we were at. It was you, me, and Lou, and we went to get oysters, and I'd never had oysters before. Yeah, you better laugh, you prick. <laughs> I've never had oysters before. I have texture issues, and it's just like a pile of snot in a shell. So I just, and they're like, no, you got to try it. You got to try it. That was so in Washington, D.C. Was it D.C.? You were uh, an oyster virgin as well. I was. So I'm, so I'm sitting here, right? I don't know what I'm doing. I grab it, and, like, I'm putting it to my mouth, and the son of a bitch won't come out. <laughs> right? So I'm like, and they're sitting across the table fucking laughing, and I'm like, and they're laughing. I had to turn it over. I was trying to do it over the, the shell. I don't know what the hell you call the thing, but where it connects, the joint. <laughs> And so the next time they died laughing, they're like, turn it over, and then it slides right in my mouth. But well, we couldn't change the name of this podcast with that whole demonstration right there. You know, if we need to convert to a different demographic, let me know. <laughs> Sorry, ever. Oh, they laughed for oh, hours on that one. So yeah. funny. Seth, let days. me do it. Yeah. If you, I had forgotten about that, but now that you've reminded me, I may laugh more about that, Baron. Yeah. That, was, uh, that was in Washington, D.C. You know, you and I ate in a lot of great places yeah, over the did. years and uh we've had some great times and and i highly respect what you do for this profession you know i know your daughter's coming up last year she's going to be a Cairo. you're going to open a clinic for her and the unique thing about her she's very interested in veterinarian chiropractic yeah, yeah uh, equine specifically yeah so she's going to do uh, it was so funny when she was going to school she's like i'm just going to do bur i'm just going to do horses and uh, and i knew the minute that she got into school that that would change as she learned more about what chiropractic was so now she has this passion for pre pregnant women and children and then she's going to do horses on the side so yeah super super excited for her and then my son is headed to chiropractic school in the fall of uh, 23 and his dreams to be a chiropractor for a hockey team so i got i got four years to figure that out for him so that he can be one of the first uh, full-time paid chiropractors uh, in a hockey program so that's know, awesome Jay, bro yeah jay's real big in sports maybe he can help you in that well we got lots of connections i have, lots I have, of I have a couple of friends lots of connections yeah it's great well hey, listen hey baron 
uh, thanks for stopping by. Oh, oh absolutely. Listen, I, and I mean this with the utmost respect. Brad, you and I do have a lot of history, and we've we've spent a lot of time talking over the years, and I just cannot thank you and Infinity for the work they're doing for the profession. Um, literally, Jay did a great job at the summit today explaining the amount of time and, and effort that you've put into this, so thank you for your you love of our profession. Yeah. And Jay, you know, buddy, I got nothing but love for you, brother. I love you for your talents and what you do, so thanks for being who love you are. Love you, brother. Great to see Take you. Care, brother. Thanks for stopping by, brother. Absolutely. Listen to the future of healthcare with the data jocks of talk. It's Tech Talk. Hey everybody, this is Dr. Jay Greenstein. This is Jay Greenstein. With me today is Dr. Jay Greenstein. Dr. Jay Greenstein. The world around us and healthcare specifically is changing at an exponential pace. Chiropractic is perfectly positioned like we have never been right now today to be more successful and to be more impactful for the communities and patients that we serve. There are all sorts of evidence-based guidelines that, that support the use of non-pharmacological approaches. But what I want America to know is that health doesn't come from a pill. It's our responsibility as healthcare providers to educate the community about the evidence that exists. We really need to have a private practice app, something that will help us engage with our patients in ways that they've never experienced before. The intersection of technology and quality care is where the future of healthcare is at, and I'm really excited to bring that forward in the future. Stop. Follow. 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 Hit that follow button and spread the love with Tech Talk. Welcome to Infinity. We have worked hard to create an electronic claims website that is simple and user-friendly. This is the public side. You can log into your personal web portal here. This is your dashboard. You can personalize it to your liking here. Our main focus has been to allow you to submit and edit claims as easy as possible. You will find our claims editor and claims processing is simple to use and straightforward. Our quick action bar is where you can find your most important information. Most of these icons will take you directly to the claims the number represents. You can easily view if you have any messages in your inbox of any unread alerts by looking for these blue numbers. To view the rest of our training videos to get the most of your Infinity experience, click this icon. We hope you find this web portal simple and easy to use. Thanks for letting us serve you. The data doc of talk is Tech Talk. Oh, you want him to take the flag? Well, you know, we're back again. We get this long line of guests that are our friends really patriots of the chiropractic profession and uh are you sure we're friends <laughs> <laughs> yeah we got another guest that uh stepped up to the mic i've known dr tom for quite a few years and uh and we've yeah we've had a we've had a lot of interactions over the years but but Tom, the thing that I really know about you that I want to focus on tonight is you have been involved as a leader in the chiropractic profession 
for a very long time. And you've, you've been a leader that's made substantial change to this profession. And so tonight I want to focus on, I want to focus on that fact of where you see, where chiropractic came from and where you see it going forward in the future. Uh, we'll let Jay say, I'm sure Jay is waiting with bated breath here to say something about Dr. Tom because they've been good buddies for a long time. So Jay, do that in before Tom. Well, no, I, I just want to hear what Tom has to say first. I just want to say, I don't know why Brad had to introduce me because Jay's been begging me. So I want to start by saying, fuck Jay Grease. <laughs> That's awesome. Listen, um, I, I couldn't I couldn't say it better myself of what Brad just said. I, I will never forget the first time I ever met you. We were in the the meeting. I think it was in Richmond, and we were. I was a I was in I was just a guy in the room, and and the attempt was to unify uh, Virginia in chiropractic, and it was you and Brad Robinson and and Bill Ward and many other great leaders in that room. And we had to, or you guys, I was just really more of an observer. I was not an active role in that at all, but the, you guys were working on figuring it out and you did, and you made it happen. And, and over the years, I not only learned to love you as a friend, but really appreciate you as a leader. I mean, I, 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 I have literally vivid memories of you watching you speak to our association when you were president and thinking, wow, this dude is a fucking great leader. Like, I love him. He's humble. He cares about our profession. He cares about our membership. He just fucking cares. And it was just a, it was just a beautiful thing to watch. And I also remember one day earlier before that, thinking to myself as you're walking down the hall looking at me, this motherfucker hates me. Like, he does not like me at all. Before we knew each other, I was like, he doesn't like me. So, so yeah, that was a lot to say. That was just my, my I don't know, um, just being random about the thoughts that I have about you. But you've been an incredible leader, and I just want you to share your thoughts about your journey. First thing I want to say is thank you to both of you for the kind words. I don't necessarily see myself as some great leader. I see myself as someone who has always been willing to be involved. When you talked about Virginia unifying the two state associations we had, what came to mind for me was I stepped up only because it's not in me to be that person in the back of the room who's listening to the other people bitch and piss and moan about this isn't good, that isn't good, why don't we change, why, why don't we do this? So the way I was brought up to look at things is you can either do that or you can step up and do something, do anything to make a change. So something I heard from a mentor of mine is done is better than perfect. So I didn't necessarily know what to do or how to do it, but I wasn't going to sit in the back of the room and be one of those people that bitched and pissed and moaned about how we don't have this or we don't have that. I decided, why don't I make some effort to change that? You, you know, that, that, that is a sign of a true leader, though. They don't, they don't, they don't care about whether they got to carry out the trash. 
whether they got to sit in meeting after meeting. They want to be involved to change the profession, buddy. That's true about any leader in any profession. But, Tom, I've been on tons of Zoom meetings with you, calls where you're, I see your name, you're sitting in the background. Um, and, and, and you were just overwhelmingly involved in this profession, buddy. Well, thank you. Um, the big thing is I have both of my food. <laughs> because even though you see my name on the Zoom call, I'm not there. That's why my video is not on. <laughs> oh, my God. That's fucking classic. I was like, what is that motherfucker doing? Why is that on video? What the hell? I mean, uh, I can remember recently that Christy Hudson from Cairo Health USA is texting me. And she's like, how come we don't see your video? Why don't we get to see your face on these? And it took me about... It took me about 30 minutes to respond to her. Like, I have no clue. I haven't been on the call for the last 45 minutes. I don't believe that for a minute, Oh, my buddy. God. Hilarious. You know, in addition to, like, doing, doing, just doing, being done better than perfect, which, um, which is great in and of itself, I think you've also been willing to take risk, which, which leaders sometimes have to do, especially leaders who are going to move the profession forward. And you've been willing to take risk. You've been willing to do whatever it takes to ensure that the unification of Virginia actually worked. You've been willing to take risks as it related to creating an independent physician network in our state. Tell us about the, the trials and tribulations, the positives and the negatives that you've experienced in taking risks. Wow. That's a pretty loaded question and statement. You're the person uh, to answer it. Yeah. I wish I had some amazing answer to that. But the reality is most people who have a vision initially face a lot of resistance. Because for the average person, change is viewed as painful. And the reality is if we don't start doing something different, we're just repeating the same old thing. And as Einstein says, definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different outcome. So as I said, sometimes I didn't have a clue what I was doing or suggesting, but it just seemed that it was what was the best thing to move the association and or the profession forward in a direction that we weren't moving up to that point. Yeah, I love what you said because you're like, lots of people have ideas and dreams, but it takes grit and perseverance to continue to try. And you and I, we've had our failures, right? Not personally, but like we've worked on initiatives that have not done well. They failed. And yet we, we really worked for a very long time to try and make them work. And I think the insight around what you just said, it's like you can have a great idea and that's all fine and good, but who's got the fucking determination to try and make it work for as long as they can without like being like, what is it? Who was the guy with the, uh, who's the, um, <laughs> I don't know. What are you doing? Oh my God. Hilarious. Um, Don Quixote, Don Quixote without being Don Quixote, right? Like. You, you work as hard as you can, and then when you realize, okay, it's not gonna work, okay, fine, but we never gave up. Like, we literally never gave up. I think, I think it's a testament to your leadership. Well, thank you. And, and to what you're saying, the reality is not everything works out as you envision it, but 
I'd rather be proactive than reactive. So the idea is you have to try something. Just sitting on the sidelines expecting something to change, it's never going to change. So again, I didn't always know what was going to work and some of the things I got behind or some of the things that I thought were fantastic ideas, turns out that they weren't. But if you have a vision that's bigger than you as an individual, you're always going to have something to drive towards or something to move towards. So you're moving in that direction. Will there be stops and starts? Absolutely. Um, something that I have in my office that I look at on a regular basis is a quote that says, obstacles are those things that you focus or the things that get in your way when you lose your vision. So if you have a vision, obstacles are still going to occur. But you may just charge right through them or you may take a step back and say, well, I did A, B, C, and D. D didn't work, but now we try E and we try F. So it's like anything as a human being, none of us is perfect. Nothing we do in life is perfect, but if we strive to be better today than we were yesterday, we're on the right track. Words of fucking wisdom from the next president, the next president of Cairo Congress. Yeah, And love you it. know, if you just look at Tom, you wouldn't think that wisdom is hidden behind those eyes, would you? I mean, he looks kind of crazy, in yeah. my opinion. Like, he's got crazy eyes. Well, <laughs> I look kind of like that guy you saw the other day on the bulletin board at the post office. <laughs> I love you, brother. Yeah. Thank you so much hey, for Tom. all you do, man. You're a rock star. Yeah, thanks hey, for being with I us. I appreciate it, but thank you to the two of you because you're moving the needle and you're doing things that are just awesome. Thank so you, thank sir. You. Your weekly dose of talk. Get ready. With the data jocks of talk. It's Tech Talk. Welcome to Infinity. We have worked hard to create an electronic claims website that is simple and user-friendly. This is the public side. You can log into your personal web portal here. This is your dashboard. You can personalize it to your liking here. Our main focus has been to allow you to submit and edit claims as easy as possible. You will find our claims editor and claims processing is simple to use and straightforward. Our quick action bar is where you can find your most important information. Most of these icons will take you directly to the claims the number represents. You can easily view if you have any messages in your inbox of any unread alerts by looking for these blue numbers. To view the rest of our training videos to get the most of your Infinity experience, click this icon. We hope you find this web portal simple and easy to use. Thanks for letting us serve you. Spreading the love. You're listening to the Tech Slot. It's Tech Talk. What's up, y'all? We are back. Rocks Bar, High Regency Orlando, hanging out at FCA National again. Huge shout out to Jen Poro and the rest of the ladies at FCA. Just giving us a great venue to hang out with our friends and talk about the things that we love. And we love chiropractic and we love our friends. And that's what it's all about. Of and speaking course. about the people that we love, 
Dr. Dan Spencer. Yeah, in the, house. In the house. <laughs> <laughs> well, me now. Jesus. Uh, that's just prepping for this interview. <laughs> So, so, Dr. Dan, first of all, I want to congratulate you because you were just elected as the chairman of the Chiropractic Summit. Yes, yes, thank you. That's congratulations. <laughs> it is. Yes. Maybe for the people that have their heads up their asses and have well, no yeah. idea what the Chiropractic Summit is, maybe tell people what the summit is and what it does. Well, the summit is a great coalition of the major groups in the profession, right? We're all really trying to get the, the boat rowing in the same direction at the same time. So we are all working to advance the profession, and that's why we're there. We all love it. We even let you in, Jay. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm not sure either. Might have to review the bylaws. <laughs> Change. Exit his ass out. <laughs> He's out of here. But man, um, I couldn't think of a better person to lead this group of people. Well, thank you. That um, means a lot. I've seen you do great work at Cairo Congress. You are a phenomenal leader, a great communicator, a great organizer of of ideas and people and getting people aligned to work in the same direction. I mean, fuck, if you can get me to like Des Moines, Iowa, you can do literally anything. Well, you know, uh, Jay Greenstein was quoted as saying that if angels didn't live in heaven, they would live in Des Moines. Des Moines. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. So bro, tell me what you're most excited about as it relates to your new role. So I think the really, uh, the biggest thing that I'm excited about is the strategic plan that we have nationally for the profession. I think the summit is perfectly positioned to really support that plan and move us forward. It's something that we just haven't had for 125 years of our professional existence. Now we have this tool that everybody had a stake in. We didn't care what your philosophy was. We didn't care your background. We wanted everybody to participate. So it was really a grassroots effort that formed this strategic plan and is now in its phase three. It's, it's in its implementation phase. So, uh, and results really, are getting yeah, done. Right. We're seeing things getting actually accomplished for the betterment of chiropractic and for patients everywhere. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. I, um, I appreciate all the effort and time that you've put into this profession, but what I really want to know about and what I really want the audience to know about you is what really motivates you as a human being outside of chiropractic? Because I know you as a person who's got this huge heart, great sense of humor, loves to have fun. Like you just, you just exude joy. Like joy is the word that I think about when I think about with, when I think about you. So, what like what what motivates you? What makes you really happy in life? Well, you know the biggest thing. I would have to go back to chiropractic. I know you, maybe you don't want me to do that, but, but really I owe my life to this profession, right? I could tell you that story if you want to hear it someday. Yeah, let's yeah. hear it. Let's oh, hear it. Oh, oh my gosh. Well, you're going to love this one. I think you've heard this one before, Jay. So uh, my dad was a 1968 Palmer graduate, right? And so I grew up with chiropractic. But, but go back a few years prior to that, my dad actually played football at Maumee, Ohio, right outside of Toledo. This would have been the early 50s. He was in high school. Had an eventual Heisman Trophy winner who was a senior on my dad's high school football team when he was a, fresh, a freshman. Dick Kazmaier is his name. Wow. Uh, won the Heisman at Princeton. He's um, not related to Kazmaier in, in Nebraska, no, no, is no. he? Kaz, yeah, it's spelled differently. Yeah. <laughs> right, no one's related to David. Because <laughs> I mean, David no has one, no athletic no, skills no, at all. No one would admit it. <laughs> Just kidding, David. Sorry, Love David. You, 
if you're listening. <laughs> Sorry, bro. So, uh, so anyway, um, this, yeah, like I said, this was the early 50s. And actually, they he had donated this Heisman Trophy back to Maumee High School. And I have a picture of my dad holding the Heisman Trophy, which is pretty cool, too. But back in the day, you know, they, they only had, the like, the leather helmets. They didn't have face guards. In fact, you would only get one if you had, like, a broken nose. And guys could grab it. There was no, no penalty for face masking, so no one wanted one, right? So your face was really exposed. So anyway, um, my dad was a center on the team, and he actually, you're going to love this, he went down to Ohio State. The spring, oh, uh, N-O. Go Blue. <laughs> so anyway, he went down to Ohio State to try out for the team his senior year for spring ball. And I believe it was Woody Hayes' second year at Ohio State. So my dad, they were practicing, you know, extra points or field goals, something like that. My dad hiked the ball, and a linebacker dove over the pile to try to block the kick. Kicked my dad right in the temple, and I am not kidding, it actually popped his eye out of socket. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, seriously. And he actually went over to the sideline holding his own eye. Woody Hayes himself said, get him to the medical center. So they were able to actually... They he made didn't him say, get him back in the game? Well, he, get may, him back in a he might have said that first, like, rub some dirt <laughs> on it, get back in there, you know, you wuss. I don't know. I'm not sure how the whole conversation went. But ultimately, that's what happened is they had to make an incision, put my dad's eye back in. He never had wow. any visual problems. He did have a scar there for the rest of his life. But obviously, his football career was over. So what then? Well, you know, my grandfather was a farmer, and they, you know, raised milk cows. They grew potatoes. All, all that, you know, the far farming chores. Dad was driving a truck. Well, what does that lead to? Where do you think he was going every week? Because car riser. Exactly. Yeah. Dr. Wayne Barrick, shout out to him. I don't think he's with us anymore. Way to go, Dr. Wayne. RIP. Yeah, yeah, so he, uh, he was a chiropractor there, and Mommy had gone to Palmer College. So he suggested to my dad, after, you know, seeing him for a couple years every week, maybe he ought to think about a career in chiropractic. So uh, at, at this time, my you know, my grandfather, they decided to move west a little bit to, you know, a little west of Toledo. Met my mom, okay? They had my brother in 1959, and then she had a miscarriage. And actually, the doctors at that time said, well, you need an IUD. You're not going to have any more kids. You know, you're done. This is it. And she used to get, like, mouthfuls of canker sores. And the MDs would try to burn it out with acid. I mean, all this weird stuff, like voodoo stuff, right? Because they're so smart, yeah, and they're not quacks. Know, we, we could go there, but yeah, it's, that's a long story. <laughs> yeah, we'll get you back on another so podcast for that. So we know it didn't that. work, right? So anyway, um, my mom then started getting adjusted, you know, out at Palmer. She started getting better. She'd get maybe one or two canker sores. They talked to the docs out there, and they said, well, you know, maybe we ought to take out the IUD. Bang, three more kids. I'm the second of the three kids that she had after the IUD was removed. Wow. So I, I always think, like, well, what if my dad didn't have that happen at Ohio State, right? Yeah. And, and what if he didn't, you know, see the chiropractor? I mean, it's almost like destiny, and that's why I really feel like I owe my life to this profession. That's, that's my story. I think this is so important because there are so many chiropractors out there that have no sense of what chiropractic can do. They're so ingrained in, quote unquote, only the evidence. Evidence is important. Sure, we, of course. We need evidence, but only the evidence, and they don't take into account the other miracles that have happened over a hundred plus years with our profession. You can't discount that shit. It actually happens, and we have to appreciate that. We need to learn more about it. We need to be open to it. We need to study it, but like, you wouldn't be sitting in front of us right now. 
If, if it wasn't for a chiropractor who was treating something that was completely non-musculoskeletal. Yeah, see, so now you know who to blame. Exactly, and I'm happy to blame. I'm, I'm like, I love it. So I, I would characterize it as this. The, the miracle was the set of circumstances, right? My dad's injury, you know, ultimately attending Palmer College. Like you said, we know that it made a major functional change in my mom's health. We just don't know how. We, we, well, we don't, we, and at that time, you know, we were talking about the 1960s. It was a long time ago, obviously, right? So uh, it, it can't discount that there was something there that, that really led to me You're being here. fucking right? ass being here. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's a beautiful story. And, you know, all those Kairos that just don't respect our history. Right. You need to list up. Like, this is, this is reality. This is what happens with chiropractic. Well, it, it is way more powerful than just treating necks and backs. For sure. And, and first chiropractic patient. I think we have a story, a mutual story about how we met. Yes, we do. Let's why tell that you, story. No, no. Okay, no, you're a better like story than I am. a little bit here. Yeah, so, so, yeah, this was, I want to say it was 2014. I believe we had our uh, Cairo Congress convention in Seattle. Yep. So I was doing, a, and I'm named after Daniel David Palmer. I graduated in the centennial class. So uh, I've always been a kind of a historian in, in uh, the chiropractic realm, looking at different things. Did a little uh, digging, and I found that the very first chiropractic patient, Harvey Lillard, is buried in Lakeview Cemetery in Seattle. So I go to a convention, and who's there? This clean-cut young man, now <laughs> I don't even recognize with his perm. And I'm like, oh, okay, he seems all right. You know, so I told Jay about uh, Harvey Lillard's grave and I told Wetson and, and some other people and everybody's like, well, yeah, I want to go see it. I want to go check it out. So uh, we actually, we, I think we took a cab out there, right? It was right? the three of us, yeah, you, me, yeah. and Wetson, yeah. And Lisa was with us too at the one point. Sec second time, I think. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So anyway, we, we looked and looked because I knew about where the grave was and, uh, and I was looking and looking and we finally found it, right? So that was great. We took some great Pictures, you know, Harvey Lillard's grave, paid homage to him. Little did we know, about 100 feet away, Bruce Lee and Brandon Lee have their grave in Lakeview Cemetery right near Harvey Lillard. So then what, Jay? Ninja, ninja baby, ninja we're brothers. taking ninja pictures. Ninja, ninja pics. <laughs> was sacrilegious, but you know. It's cool, we're paying cool. homage, we're paying yeah, homage, yeah, right? Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it binds us forever. That's, uh, that's the history of how Jay and I met. So and we've been inseparable Ninja Brothers ever since. There you go. Even though he's a Michigan fan, no, and, no, I'm a, and I'm a Buckeye fan. It's all good. 27, just saying. <laughs> One victory in the last 28,000 yeah, years. Well, we still have the overall record. Well, Dan, thanks for jumping on the mic tonight and being part of the, the line of people to be part of Tech Talk. We appreciate everything you're doing for the profession. Yes, thank you. Thank you for being here tonight. Thank you, guys. I appreciate the opportunity and, uh, you know, go blue. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. <laughs> OH. <laughs> go blue. From Dr. J. Greenstein, I'm Brad Cost. Have a good day. Your weekly dose of talk. Get ready. With the data jocks of talk. Stop. Follow. 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 Hit that follow button and spread the love with Tech Talk.